Welcome to the Profitable Public Speaking Podcast. I am your host, Mark Roberti, CEO and founder of the Content Marketing Plaza, bringing you two new episodes each week where I and top-level guests teach you how to get on more stages and make a profit from your public speaking. And one of the best ways to actually get on more stages is by building your expertise and credibility. Because let's be honest about this, getting on stages and public speaking in general, it's a very competitive atmosphere. You only have a few spots for any given event and so many people who want to be on that stage. So having the expertise, having the credibility will really help you stand out in a competitive market. So that's why we are going to talk about that in this episode, building that expertise and credibility. Today's guest who joins us today, he is a great person for this topic. He's a communication expert and keynote speaker and the founder of Boston Speaks. He is on a mission to help individuals become exceptional communicators. His seminars and talks have been credited as super fun, engaging, soul-searching, and insightful. And his happy clients include individuals from organizations such as Dell, Delta, Remax, Harvard, and MIT, among others. Today's guest for episode 12 of the Profitable Public Speaking Podcast is none other than Kit Peng. Kit, it is such a pleasure to have you on the show. Hey, Mark. Thank you for having me. And for the listeners right now, I hope that you will get a kick in the butt out of this uh, and you listen to this all the way through and stop doing everything else that you're doing. But Mark, thank you for having me. Kit, it is such a pleasure to have you on the show. And right away, really important insight. If you want to really absorb this and get the best you, uh, experience. You really want to have that narrow focus and remove all distractions. Now, if you are listening while driving, it's a little harder, but for a lot of people, it's definitely doable instead of flipping through email. Uh, I'm just bringing this up because I know that uh, from my listening experience, it's easier for me to consume when I'm not distracted. But anyway, going back into the episode, I'm building expertise and credibility, two very important topics. Uh, before we get into that, I'm wondering if you could share with us how your whole public speaking began and why you chose that path. Oh, good. Thank you. And, I, and I'm glad you said this because when it comes to speaking and if you want to make more money or build more credibility, nowadays, uh, I'm not saying for you to be fake, but nowadays it's easier to build up your credibility than 10 years ago. So I started two years ago, and I used to be a, uh, a hip-hop street performer. I used to be out in Boston, uh, if you're watching video, you know, doing a wave, doing all the robot stuff, uh, the tutting and all that stuff. Wow. And when I got, um, when I saw speakers on stage, I was like, how the heck are they um, getting booked and paid to speak everywhere? That was something that I've always wanted to do. But I didn't have, a, like, for example, a, pro, you know, a podcast like yours to be like, okay, what can I do? Who can I talk to? What kind of steps can I, uh, can I follow to actually, you know, get more credibility and book myself to speak? I didn't know any of that. So I had to um, DIY it myself. And so from a street performer, I said to myself, I want to be a public speaker. And uh, I'm one of those people that do not have imposter syndrome. So for many of you that's listening right now, you might be thinking, oh, I'm not an expert at this. How can I speak at this? Well, you know, if you are a fifth grader, you can be an expert to the third grader. And maybe some of you have heard 
of that before. But sometimes if you are even a college student, the third grader can't even relate to you anymore. So if you want to really build a profitable speaking business and get better at public speaking, is how can people relate to you the fastest? Um, so that's basically how I got it, got my start with um, public speaking. I just said, I want to do it. And I took action. And that's a really great mindset where, I mean, a lot of people, they say they want to do something, but then they delay and they delay and they don't take action. And that hurts their ability to build expertise, build credibility and get on those stages. And I feel like there are a lot of people who they just want to skip to the get me on the stage part and expertise and credibility. You need those, but you know, they take time. So I um, wonder if you could share some thoughts for people who are maybe a little impatient. They just want to get on the stage. They don't the expertise and the credibility. They just want to get on the stage and they're not really putting their time in the right areas. Yeah. So, you know, I, I um, like all of us, we live in the microwave age, right? We think, okay, we're going to put it in for 30 seconds. I want it by 30 seconds, a minute, even five minutes. It's too late in the microwave. We, we just want it in, we want it out, and we want it now. So if you are want to fast track your, your speaking success, I'm going to say you can do it, but you have to be careful because you do not want to give bad information to you. Really, at the end of the day, you're out there helping your audience, right? And that's what counts. If your audience really gets help from you and you improve their lives, then I'm going to say go for 100%. For example, if uh, no matter what category that you're in right now, Maybe it's career coaching. Maybe it's leadership coaching. Maybe you want to speak on finance. You need to get as many fake testimonials as fast as you can. Okay. So what I mean by fake testimonials, for example, when I got started, um, one thing I did was uh, I wanted to become better at public speaking myself and I wanted to become a public speaking coach. You know how many conferences there are? I live in Boston, Massachusetts, and also where you live, you know how many conferences there are? So I, I emailed people who are speaking at conferences, and I said, hey, do you need a speaking coach? Now, not all of them said yes, but some of them did. And some of them who said yes, they were experts. They had books already. They were, some of them were keynote speakers already. And as I said in return for your one-hour session, you know, since you have a, a speaking engagement coming up, can you give me a testimonial off of that? So if you want to build quick, fast, good credibility, but you still got to help them, how can you get fake testimonials as fast as you can? For example, if you are building a cat toy right now, you know, they're going to test out your cat toy. Give it to people, let them play with the cat toy, and ask them for testimonials in return, right? If you get 100 people saying, wow, this is the best cat toy ever, or wow, this is the best speaker ever, it's hard not to build your credibility. So for example, if you want to get out there, do, for example, do a podcast like what Mark is doing or host free workshops. You know, in a free workshop, how many videos you can get, video testimonials, photos from just three workshops alone. If you get 10 people in each of the workshops, even if it's free, right? You can get 10, try to get 10 testimonials from each. You know how many pictures and videos you can get? That's instant credibility. You can build your credibility in a week. And you're the next coach, but you still got to help people, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, I know some people are thinking fake testimony, like you have like the person's first name, but not the last name, but uh, you're helping people. And, you know, it's an, an environment where you're definitely more likely to get the testimonial. It's obvious that the testimonial uh, is what you want, but you are still helping people, which is something that Kit uh, does emphasize. 
And like getting those testimonials, it's really going to give you a big edge when you do uh, reach out to people to speak at uh, different events. I think one of the big challenges though is that people, there are some people who they are just sprawled all over the place and they have the credibility, they have the expertise, but they really can't put it together because there's just so much and what to focus on. So how can we get better at putting together our expertise and credibility in a way for anyone to more easily understand what we do? I would say, you know, Mark, I want to ask you a question. When was the last time you bought something? What's the last time you bought something? What, the, what was the last um, thing you bought? Let's uh, say two weeks ago, I bought a training course. A training course. Okay. Why did you decide to buy that training course? I knew the guy for several years and I've been involved in one of his launches. Okay, got it. So, you know, he built credibility for you already, right? Let's say you're, you're someone new and you're looking at this new training course. Well, the testimonials that you give have to show the results. Mm. That's helping people with what they do, okay? Why are you going for that training program? Because it can help you achieve something. Really, why are you buying a product? Because it can help you achieve something. Why are you buying chips? Because you can help you feel less hungry, right? It's always helping you get something out of it. So your testimonials should show the results that your clients should want. And that's the fastest. Really, it doesn't matter if it's really big high experts or like a thousand people you don't know. Really, if you look at a cat toy and those thousand people are saying, wow, our cats are playing because of this. You're saying, wow, my cat will play with this too, right? It's because of the result that you want. So how can you add the result in your testimonial, in your website, and how you ever um, pitch clients? Because at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to a massage person, you want a massage. If you want to go to a chiropractor, you, you know, you're, going, you're not there to make friends. I mean, that's a big plus, but you're there to help other people. Wow. And uh, I really like this focus on testimonials because if you go on any sales page and you buy anything, it's probably because of the testimonials. You look at the most successful products on Amazon. Uh, they happen to have hundreds, if not thousands of reviews, depending on what that product is. I mean, review pretty much testimonial interchangeable, especially on Amazon. So getting those testimonials is something that we've emphasized, especially kid, obviously, but uh, it's a really important uh, play for building on your credibility. And for people who, let's say you're starting with absolutely nothing, no networks, no connection, because a lot of people, they are wondering, what do I do in this situation? So uh, what would you do to get testimonials if you had to start all over and had no credibility whatsoever? There's a number you have to understand for you, know, you guys listening right now. The number is 150. Most of the professional speakers will say around the same numbers, 150, whatever, 250. That's the number you need to hit if you want to get paid as a speaker. 150 free talks, okay? By the time you give 150 free talks, workshops, podcasts, whatever, same, same thing though people will start asking you, how much do you charge? So think about it. If you want to ride a bicycle, are you going to read a whole manual on riding a bicycle? Usually not. You will get on the bicycle. By the 10th time, you'll get that much better at the bicycle. But at first, you know, it's pretty scary. It's the same thing with anything. You have to go for the numbers at the beginning. Don't care too much about form. Look, 
you can do 10 push-ups today. They don't have to be perfect. But if you don't do 10 push-ups today, you're not going to get any stronger. Worry about your form after you've done it a few times. Don't worry about your form at the beginning. So if you want to just get out there, I know some of you are thinking, oh, I don't have the credibility. Why would people listen to me? Uh, at the end of the day, really, half of the stuff that you guys buy, you don't know who created it. You don't even know the owner. You don't know who it is. You never went on the website. You just bought it because the title of the thing and you need it right now, usually. Um, actually, but Mark, what would you do if you were, let's say, a brand new speaker on a different top, on some t- random topic? What would you do? I would, I love how you're flipping this. This definitely uh, self-reflection and definitely makes for a better episode. But uh, I was starting out on some random topic. I would look for uh, different events and just start the marketing process. I would start a podcast on that topic and bring in people to interview because it's one thing, I'll bring in marketing uh, back as an example. It's one thing to uh, say that I'm a marketing expert. It's another thing to say I'm a marketing expert. I've interviewed marketers who have seven figure, eight figure businesses. It creates a very different dynamic, that whole authority by association. So I would do a podcast and I would reach out to individual event organizers. Mm, I love that. And I love how you said you start, wanted to start a podcast. I think the people that's listening right now, you have to find your own thing, right? Mark, for you as creating a podcast for me was actually creating live events. I would find an empty space and I would host as many workshops as I can. For some people, it might be writing a blog. For others, it might be doing, I don't know, virtual summits or whatever it is. Find the thing that you like. But here's the thing. Most people, for example, like a podcast, they treat it like a sprint. But it's yes. a marathon. Yes. If you treat it as a sprint, you're going to get tired one mile in. Right? But if you treat it as a marathon, you know, people who are, who are training for the Boston Marathon, do you think they will quit mile five when it gets hard? Definitely. No, because they understand they have to run 25 or whatever, 26 miles. Right? If you're in here and you want to be a speaker, would you quit? If you say, oh, I, I did 10 podcasts, no one's listening to it. Again, that's like five miles. You, you, your body might be hurting, your mind might be hurting, but how can you push a little bit further because this is a marathon, it's not a sprint. Yeah, that's a really great distinction. A lot of podcasts, just as a side note, they quit it around episode seven. So if you hit double digits, you're definitely uh, well beyond average uh, in the podcasting space. But regardless of what space you're pursuing, you gotta think of it as a marathon, not a sprint. And I can't help but think about the workshops because I was recently reading something that like, when Grant Cardone was getting started, he did 200 workshops in one year, something crazy like that. So I'm wondering if you could share with us like how the workshops, uh, like how you mainly set them up because like, does it, I mean, does it cost a lot of money to get space or are you able to get some free deals? Like how does getting the place and getting people in that place work? Yeah, I would say just like you, Mark, yeah, you, you either should start online or offline. Yeah, you can do both, but that's gonna, you're going to be like a monkey going all over the place. So workshops online are like webinars, okay? Same exact thing. Uh, you can take the same thing offline and put it online. But if you want to get in-person workshops, there's two things you have to understand. First, BIS, butts and seats. That's what you are referring to as marketing. So if you want butts and seats, really, just think about it the good old way. If you want to invite people to your house, I don't invite people to my house, but if you want to invite people to your house, why would people want to go over to your house, right? They might be your friends and they just want to hang out. 
they might want some free food. They might okay, but there's a reason they want to go over to your house. Okay, find the reason of why why people would want to go to your workshop. Same exact thing. Yeah, they don't. They they might care about you, but usually I'm gonna say at the beginning when you start, they care more about the title of the thing, like a blog article or YouTube video that you click into. You might not know the person, but you're clicking into that title. So find a title where you host a workshop that will draw people in. So like a workshop is like a blog, but they don't read the description yet until they get into the workshop with you. Find a good title that would drag you in. Okay. So if you want to find a good title, just go on Google Eventbrite. Look, just type in the keywords and see what other titles there are. If you can't come up with a title, and here's the thing, there are universal truths. Just mix and match those titles, and you will have a good title because everyone else is using the same exact thing. But if you want to really get people,、uh, now it depends on if it's free or if it's paid. If it's free, you know how many free events there are. There's a lot of them. Same thing as paid events. So throw a few out there. If no one, for example, you can go on Eventbrite. You can go on、um, go on Google and put in、uh, your city and online calendar. Post it in all your local calendars because this will pe- where people will see it. When you share on social media, only your friends and your connections will see it. So share on social media, but eventually. If you share too much on social media, you're getting no new people because only your friends and your connections that you have are seeing it. So you have to find a way for random people to see it. Okay. So how can you get butts and seats? You need to get random people that are interested in your title of your topic. That's the first step. If you want to find a space, I'm gonna say go to a co-working space. You can talk to the organizers and say, Hey, can I host a workshop for you? And your members, or go to a community,、um, uh, you know, place and say, "Hey, can I host a workshop free for you?" Now, if it's, for example, a yoga studio, how can you say, "Hey, yoga studio, I'm hosting a workshop on listening." You know, your members might benefit a lot from listening because they want to be more mindful. So, if your topic relates with the organization's topic, usually, I'm going to say. If you're not scared to, usually the 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 owners would be like, "Hmm, this can be beneficial for us if you can bring people in too." So you can also go to a, a random cafe and say, "Hey, I want to host this workshop. I want to bring 20 people in, and they will buy food and drinks. This will also help out your restaurant."、Um, or you can pay for space, but I'm gonna say go for free. Try to go to a a, a co-working space and ask for space. Try to do it at community a community place.、Um, When you have money, your creativity goes out the door.、Mm. Even, so when even if you have a lot of money, try not to use it because you will have no creativity because you can just spend money on it. Okay, your power is in your creativity. So it's good if you don't have any money right now or you don't think you don't have have any money. How can you show your creativity? Because at the end of the day, your vibe attracts your tribe. Wow, that's very powerful, and I feel like when you don't have money, it definitely gives you more of a creative side. Now, I'm not saying like spend all your money so you have nothing, but like try to not use as much of it to achieve the same or even better results. And Kit gave us some great tips on、uh, not only how do we get people in our workshops, which is pretty important, but also how to get in there for free because 
one of the big hindrances for an in-person event is sometimes you've got to pay a lot of money to get the venue. So there are certainly free options out there. And uh, Kid has shared some really awesome insights with us. One of the things that I also do want to go into, though, are habits, because I feel like we are all shaped by our habits. So Kit, I'm wondering if you could share with us some of the habits you've developed that have been essential for you as a public speaker. Yeah, I'm going to say, you know, this also, how you run your personal life is how you run your business life. And you are only your worst bad habit, okay? You might be working out 24-7, but after you work out, you, you, you eat a Big Mac, you eat five Big Macs on the way home, right? You are only your worst habit. So I would say if you want to become a better speaker, if you want to get out there, build a better business, what is your worst habit right now that's stopping you from getting successful? Maybe it's starting too many things. Maybe it's you don't have one topic you talk about. Maybe you talk about 10 topics and at the end of the day, you don't know what you're talking about. Maybe it's because you think you can do it all, but you can't. So find out your worst habit and build, make it better from there. Uh, the most successful people, I'm going to say, they all have a few things in common. And, and this is what I've noticed. That one, they are obsessed with what they do. Okay. You remember the last time, even yourself, Mark, you remember the last time you were obsessed with something? It doesn't matter what people say. Maybe you don't even sleep, right? You, you, you just try to figure it out because you're obsessed with figuring it out. So right now, what are you obsessed with, right? If you are not obsessed over it, why not? Right? Try, to, try to find out what you are obsessed with because your obsession will help beat down your fears, your fear of public speaking, your fear of talking to people when you, when you want to ask for free space. Right? Um, so one, they have that habit of obsession. Two, this will be um, opposite to that, uh, but it's going to be they know how to make time for themselves. Recovery is the new fit. Okay, so a lot of people think they have to work, 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 work. That's the old mentality where people will say hard work, hard work, hard work. But is your hard work helping you achieve what you want to do, or just or this is some random stuff? Um, so, for example, Mark, I was um I'm not sure if you ever tried it, but I started CrossFit um a year ago. My wife got into it, and then somehow she got me into it. So, you know, I'm lifting all these barbells. And, and I'm like, who's the buffest, strongest guy I can listen to, you know, to motivate me as I'm going to the gym. And so I started listening to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, that guy. And there's one thing that he said that clicked with my mind. You know what he said? He said, people, when he was at the gym, people would come up to him and ask him, why are you smiling all of the time? And you know what he said? Right? Well, you know, these other people had all these sad faces. They were just crying. And people, again, were coming up to him. Why are you smiling? And he said every single time he's lifting these like 500, 600 pound weights, he's imagining himself holding a trophy on the top of his head. But what's more important is that um, every single time he is lifting these weights, right? Every single rep that he is doing is getting him one step closer to where he wants to go. So as a speaker, as an entrepreneur, is everything that you are doing getting you one step closer to where you want to go? Because again, the best successful people, they know where they want to go. They just don't randomly daddle in all these different things. Of course, it's hard. Um, but I, so, we, so 
recovery is the new fit and make sure you know what you are doing is getting you one step closer to where you want to go and not just some random thing that's going to tire you up at the end of the day. Um, and I'm going to say the third thing is they've, all influencers started with one big platform first before they reached out to another, okay? Gary Vaynerchuk started on Twitter. Let's, I don't know him, what, he, what he started on. But anyway, maybe it's Twitter. And then now he's on Facebook and YouTube, yeah. whatever it is, right? Uh, maybe your thing, Mark, can be podcast or whatever it is. Maybe my thing was workshops. And then I expanded. Find your one thing first. Be really good at that one thing and then expand out. Because at the end of the day, if you're trying to cook a meal for like 20 people, you know how hard that is, right? Try to just cook that meal for one person, right? First, and that'll be much easier. So those are the few things. Kit, thank you for sharing those really great habits. And I really agree that we are like our bad habit can really hold us back. And I like how you said the way we do our personal lives affects our professional lives. So really great insights throughout our time together for people who want to learn more about Kit. I know he has some coaching he's going to share with us. Uh, he's also the founder of Boston Speaks, which will be in the show notes. But uh, Kit, can you just give us some idea of where we can go to find more of your work? Yeah, I'm going I'm to, if you, if you are listening right now, don't even go on my website. I want you to text me 857-753-8211. Um, yeah, you can go on the website, but if you really want to step up your game and invest in yourself and your public speaking and the business of your public speaking, uh, text me at 857-753-8211 because I'm like that fitness coach. I just need to give you a, a kick in the butt. Just, if you go on the website, you're going to daddle, daddle around. You're going to lose your track and go on Instagram and Facebook. And then at the end of the day, you don't know what you're doing. I'd rather you text me so I can talk to you if you're really invested. Uh, but Mark, I want to say thank you just for having me on today. Kit, thanks for sharing your number, your resources, your insights with us. And again, thank you for coming on the show. Right, thank you.